Welcome back to Chasing the Chip. This is episode 33 now, I believe. As always, I'm your host, Moise, alongside my co-host, Wayne. How you doing, Wayne? What's going on, man? What's going on? Uh, what's going on is that the Wizards are fucking 5-1. and one. How about that? We take those. We take those. <laughs> we uh, take those. It's not been an overly impressive schedule thus far, I will admit. However, it is difficult to win in the NBA, and I am therefore appreciative of five wins and one loss from the Washington Wizards. Uh, overall, since last time, I think last time we were streaming during the Nets game, yeah. the Wizards had kind of a rough stretch. <laughs> uh, they had the Celtics twice, and then the Hawks twice. Somehow, we're 3-0 and entering tonight, the second Hawks matchup, which has started already. Uh, we're into the... Nearing the end of the first quarter, if not, I think the first quarter is over. Uh, 25-21, Hawks on top right now. Definitely still some time to uh, to make that up and see how that shakes out. But in the meantime, Wayne, the Wizards are 5-1, and one, man. What is going on? <laughs> We've been... We, we, that last one against the Celtics, that was, uh, that was straight up just hard. That was just I, I. That was straight up like I really just don't want to lose the game. That's that's how they played. It was a, they went down six early in that OT. That could have they could have they could have laid down right there. I'm gonna be honest. Uh, I've been a season ticket holder for the Wizards for a couple years now. Uh, the last season was before COVID, like when the season shut down. That was my first season with Wizards season tickets. That game against the Celtics was the most fun game I've been in attendance for. You got a double overtime thriller where neither team wants to quit. Even if neither team is shooting, like, super hot from the field. Like, Josh Richardson was probably the most accurate shooter on the court that day, which tells you something. It's, it was insane. Like, there was no quit in the team whatsoever, like you said. Even when uh, they went, like, Beal was missing shot after shot in that fourth quarter. Overtime comes, he, he starts hitting a little bit more. Double overtime comes, he hits three straight buckets on three straight possessions. To take the to tie the game up after going down six, insanity was that game. This team plays with a lot of, I don't like team chemistry is kind of a cliche at this point. It's definitely been kind of an overused uh, sentiment. It's more uh, like important in college, in my opinion. Like during your uh, tournament runs and such, team chemistry matters a whole lot because you got to know your teammates. Seems like these guys like playing with each other uh, off the rip. Yeah. That's- we still haven't. We still will mess up on plays, or like guys will throw the ball and somebody's not there. But having guys that actually like playing on the court together, your chemistry is gonna build way faster. And I think this is why we're having a, a faster start than some other teams, because other teams are trying. They're trying to figure it out, and we're and we're just like, yo, we're like that. We're the underdogs. We don't want anybody to report on us. Let's go play basketball, and we're just going at these people. No remorse. And it's relentless, and it's great because, yeah, you'll still have a couple of those mishaps, like you said. Like, I just saw two straight possessions in this Hawks game where we're just kind of missing uh, passes to the teammates. But it's going in the right spot. The right decisions are being made. We just don't know where to pass the ball, like where teammates want them specifically. But overall, man, it's hard to be upset about this wizard start. Uh, I tweeted a video of the other Hawks game, uh, like, of a couple, speaking of these lapses. Denny was supposed. Uh, Denny and Neto were defending a pick and roll. I think in the two man game. I think it was Trey Young and John Collins. Uh, yeah. One tier sub from T Dub. We appreciate you, buddy. Thank you. Um, 
Denny was supposed to guard the low man. He was on Collins. Uh, yeah. Neto switches onto Collins and or goes over the screen. He yells at Denny. Denny, stay low, stay low. Denny tries to pop out on Trey Young. Easy lob to John Collins. Those are the kind of lapses that we still need to iron out because a pick and roll, like we mentioned before the season, pick and roll defense is not an easy thing to accomplish. It just gives you so many options. Ten more tier Ten. one subs from Grey Wolf. Uh, pick and roll defense is not easy. It's uh, there, it's just it's been a play in basketball very prevalently for twenty years for a reason, and it will be around another hundred years for a reason. Yep. If you can figure communication is the biggest key in that. It's not perfect yet. It's not even I wouldn't even venture to say it's good yet. But uh since it as it's getting there, you will see the team steadily improve defensively. And the craziest part is, it's already a pretty damn good defense. I want you I have the number pulled up here. I want you to guess the defensive rating and where it ranks in the NBA. Uh I'll say we rank ninth or tenth, and I'm gonna guess like one thirteen. You were spot on with the ninth place. You way overshot it with the rating. Uh, the rating is at 102 and a half. 102. It's significantly better than I would have guessed. Especially considering their offense has not been as good as predicted necessarily. Some of that is some cold shooting from Bradley Beal, whose effective field goal percentage is under 40 right now entering this game. Uh, which yeah. is definitely not good, but you know. He'll, he's Bradley Beal. He will improve. He'll be alright. But... All right, let's do the same thing. Guess their offensive rating and their ranking. Oh, offensive, we got to be like average. We got to be like 15. The number? I'm sorry. I, I, I'm sorry. I saw Berton try to go for a poster. But <laughs> uh, we got to be like we got to be like 15. Probably offensive rating. We are 13th in offensive rating with a 106.1 offensive rating. It's not bad. I mean, that, that leaves you with a net rating of uh, plus 3.6. It's just the difference between those two numbers. Guess where that ranks? Net rating, we got to be decent. Net rating, we're pretty damn good. Top 10. Precisely. We are number 10. We are number 10 in net rating. Net rating is not a perfect metric by any means. It is, oh, Breton's got hurt on that attempted poster. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that about makes sense for a guy like Breton's. I hope he's all right, but damn. Um... Yeah, so we are number 10 in net rating currently. Weirdly, this is not something I would have expected. We rank bottom two in ball movement and player movement on offense. It doesn't feel like it. <laughs> you know why it doesn't feel like it? I've been trying to think about reasons for this for the last like for the last couple of days since I read that stat. It feels like that because in Scott Brooks's offense, there was literally none of that ever. It would be two players moving off the ball. And then ISO ball the rest of the possession. So yeah. now that we have a minimal amount of ball movement, it actually seems like the offense is flowing. But there's still so much more that can be done in this offense. And that's the scary part, is that we have not come close to where we could be. Oh, so let me ask you something, Wade. I titled the episode, Are the Wizards for Real? Now, for real has several different can have several several different meanings, different connotations. We'll say it, this team is clearly not contenders because I think you need like a top five, top ten player to be a contender. The closest thing we have to that is Bradley Beal, who's borderline a top 15 player. So I'm not going to say contenders. So for real, I'm going to say, A, can this team win a playoff series? B, 
does this team have a direction going forward? And C, is there any chance that you can fluke into some crazy, crazy playoff run? Are you a threat? Are you frisky? I'll say this. We, so I'm going to answer first. I'll say yes, we can win a playoff series. We'll go one by one of these. I agree. And then also, depending on how the basketball gods work out, we could end up fluking through more playoff series. Because <laughs> injury, like stuff like like any like things change the league drastically. And we're we're like one of the only teams built like us and the Hawks that are built to just like soak injuries and keep moving. It's insanely deep, this roster. Like, we lost Bertans, Corey Kispert, who was the 15th overall pick in the last NBA draft, just comes in. Fills in the exact same role. And then, I think, of course, we are a threat. Like, if we were to get sixth, I don't want to be the three seed that has to host it. Because I don't think the three seed in the East is going to be that good to where they unbeatable. Ty just said something really cool in chat. Are the Wizards a trick or a treat? I like that, because today is November 1st. <laughs> yeah, another they reason why... Another reason why I'm, I'm positive about this stuff is six games in. Every single win except for maybe – every single win except for the one against the Celtics, I would say. I felt like we didn't even play that good. I've, all, I've always come out being like, we could have played better. If I, if I came out of them, them wins going like, man, we played perfect, we're playing amazing right now, I would eventually be scared because I'm like, when when do we regress? <laughs> but we haven't we haven't played so out of this world that it doesn't make sense. We've just been playing normal basketball, and it's just like we're just amazed because we haven't seen normal basketball in like five years. One thing that has been very impressive, and I do agree with you, they've played some sloppy, sloppy basketball. Namely, like even in that last Celtics game, KCP in the clutch. We had the win, or at least would have been in the foul game, but KCP just threw the ball away in the clutch. Yeah. Weirdly, the Wizards' defense in the clutch has been next to none. Um, let me see if I can find the stat real quick. In the clutch, uh, da, 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 the Wizards, on f- the last 50 clutch possessions, over uh, the Wizards have allowed 42 points in 50 possessions in the clutch. That's insanity. If It always felt like... Back in the olden years, back in the day, Wizards, felt like we would kind of get into the fourth quarter, sometimes close, sometimes on a run, and then in the fourth quarter it would all just melt away. Whether that be because of some hero ball, whether that be because some sloppy defense that just leads to wide open shots for the best shooters on the opposite team. Denny tried to pull up three. Oh, he almost hit it. Um, there are plenty of reasons to be excited about the Washington Wizards. Execution in the clutch is maybe the second most important aspect of basketball besides talent. If you can, if you have like a modicum of talent at every position and you can execute defensively in the clutch like this, I think we'll be pretty damn good. Uh, When I say pretty damn good, I mean filling out at least three of the five criteria that I laid out. This team is not a contender, like we said. I think it's definitely going to be one of those frisky teams, if healthy. You know, God willing, knock on wood. Yeah. That we're going to be that team that nobody wants to play. And let any team go into injury problems and have to play us in the playoffs 
it's gonna be scary because we, we like it's kind of like how the Hawks last year were were just like good enough to be in position to where if if anyone faltered, they were taking advantage of that. Mm-hmm. We are these teams a- can't, they can't play us and they can't falter. You have to be on top of your game, otherwise somebody in our rotation will find a way to kill you. We just have too many guys who can flat out hoop to be completely shut out of any game. Even in this game, every, the, the shooting has kind of gone cold. Out of nowhere, Aaron Holiday is hitting a big shot to keep it within 10. Spencer did it when he comes up with a steal. You get some transition points. That's another thing with this team. Last couple years, obviously, as soon as pretty much since John Wall has been out, we've been among the top teams in pace. And uh, I don't know how much of that was virtue of just Scott Brooks not running an offense, so we just kind of went quick. Yeah. These days, we're damn near we're not near the bottom pace, but we have slowed down significantly. You want to guess our pace uh, ranking? Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know the number, but I'll say we got to be like twenty-five. Okay, well, no, that's way undershooting it because we are actually thirteen. I think a lot of that is just because oh, we're thirteen. Yeah, because we're just playing such good defense. Uh, we are getting out and running a little bit more. It's less of just trying to shoot early in the shot clock and more of our transition being about actual transition. So yeah. it's refreshing to see that because offensive sets are a lot prettier than just your best players trying to hook up shots. Yeah, I was going to say, because they were always like, oh, the Wizards are number one in pace. Oh, man, they, they, well, the Wizards trick y'all, man. <laughs> we just we just grabbing the ball out of the rim as soon as they make a shot on us and trying to run down the court. And it sometimes and, and would then, work. And then not scoring, and then it happening again, and it just rinse and repeat, and now we down 15. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the pace didn't really help us. It helped us get in the – Get into blowout territory faster. Mm-hmm. Well, oh, I'll bring up what uh, what I was talking about before the screen came on about something I noticed between our two guards, our two centers. I don't know if you noticed. There's a, there's a pairing going on. I see Dinwiddie Gafford a whole bunch. Beal Trez. Dinwiddie Gafford Beal Trez has been like the pairing. Dinwiddie and Gafford I, is seen, very interesting to me. And I've seen like literally. Uh, so, West had Beal Trez in their first quarter, right? Mm-hmm. Beal Trez go to the bench. Dinwiddie Gafford come. It's it's a nice stagger. I do appreciate he's kinda, it. He's he's noticed the, the chemistry going on between both of the pick and rolls, and has like kind of decided that's the stagger. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, that's, that that was what I that's what I, I didn't know if anybody else noticed it. But like there's a pairing going on with with the guards in the center. The big issue happens when uh, stuff like this happens and Gafford just picked up his third personal foul in the first half. Yeah. Then you're kind of not as tied to it, and that does kind of suck. But that is an interesting point. I mean, we know Trez and Beal seem to get along very, very well. Uh, pretty much every post game, they have a, uh, like a joint press conference, and it's always pretty funny. Like, they were arguing about their AAU teams last time around. It was pretty good. Them press conferences, one, show you how long Beal has been in D.C. And then it also shows you, like, man, Trez really is, like, nothing but, like, three hours. Like, three hours from here. Because they literally, like, being the, they sound like two, like, DMV dudes talking on the street. They do. Like, the slang and everything. I'm like, but Trez barely been here. But they got the link. He's from North Carolina. Wonderful. Like, like, Beal from St. Louis, but it's like, he sounds like a DMV dude now. <laughs> He's been here like a third of his life, so it's not like he's been here a short period of time. It's definitely been a significant portion. I'm not surprised that he's picked up on some of the DMV lingo. But, uh, 
Yeah, I, I have noticed that they were trying to do uh, the center pairing. With Gafford out, it's obviously harder to do, especially because you're just so strapped at the center position. Yeah, they had to put Trez in because he got his third. So let me ask you, who should be the third center while TB is still out? Because it seems like it's it's been either Bertans or it's been Kuzma. Uh, and in some and when it is Kuzma, they just kind of bring in Denny to guard the perimeter. It's actually a really interesting defensive game plan. But I'm about, I'm about say, I, honestly, Bertans at the center is it depends on who's playing center, but like I honestly trust Kuzma more. <laughs> I trust Kuzma or Denny more. I'd rather just go small at that point. Offensively, it is a pretty big deal. Hey, Kispert finally hits his first NBA three-pointer. Congratulations, Corey Kispert. Right. They, were, they were killing Kispert. Like, oh, he hasn't hit a three. I'm like, he's taking like two shots. He hit. <laughs> he had three <laughs> attempts before tonight from three, and that he finally hit one. So I'm not. Yeah, I'm he, he doesn't get minutes crazy like that. And he's playing some decent defense. It's not, it's not like insane or anything. But you know, he's staying in front. He's doing his job. Um. I am interested to see what they do tonight with Gafford in such foul trouble already. Seems like they're just kind of content with running Trez out there for 35, 40 minutes a game, which isn't that bad of a thing considering Trez is an MVP candidate, apparently. Uh, I don't know if you saw that. But Trez that- is five and Spence is 10. That's <laughs> yeah. crazy. On Basketball References MVP ladder, they had Jimmy Butler one. They had Montrez Harrell five and Spencer Dinwiddie 10 on their lists. That's, it just made me think, like, is, is Spence top 10 right now? That's crazy, bro. I mean, <laughs> Why is he number 10? So when it comes to MVP, like, obviously, it's way too early to be talking about the MVP. But uh, really, the biggest factor is just, like, who's had the super high-scoring games. And Dinwiddie had that one, like, 38-point game against the Pacers. So that's kind of enough to drive his averages up to just put him in position for it, I guess. He hasn't been super consistent or anything. And, uh... He did miss that one game. Uh, I think it was was it the Celtic team. Yeah, yeah, because of the uh, they don't want they're resting him on back to backs for the ACL. I think I saw a report from Quinton Mayo that said he's only going to miss about five games that way, uh, and they're trying to do away with it by the end of like November, December ish. They, they they just being careful with him, brother. It, it already looks like he doesn't need to miss him, but like you know, just uh, make it short. Precautionary is never a bad thing. I mean, Russell Westbrook missed like seven games at the start of last year for a reason, and it didn't yeah. really matter. Ooh, ah, man. Trez has been very, very fun to watch this season, though. I this think guy. it's been like I expected Trez to be a pretty good player, maybe compete for the sixth man of the year. Right now, there's no objection that he is the sixth man of the year. Um, Tyler Hero. I was. I'm not taking Tyler Hero over Montrez Hero. Tyler Hero has been balling crazy. Like, See, but Trez is averaging like 20 and 10. Like, it's actually Scott Tyler Hero is averaging like 22. <laughs> it, people, everybody's like, yo, uh, Jimmy Butler, Bam. I'm like, bro, the reason why the Heat are winning these games, Tyler Hero is coming off the bench and just torching. That's true. He's flamethrowing. Dude is coming off the bench and getting 11 and 10 minutes like like it's nothing. Like, he, he's he's competition. True. He's, uh, and plus, plus he's in a bigger market too. So yeah, he, he's he's the competition for for Trent. I'm not a big enough believer to say that's going to keep up. I think he's at a hot start though. Yeah, but if, if anybody's the competition, it's probably him. I can't think of anybody else. Oh my god, Trey Young just did that bullshit, the Dwayne Wade thing, where he pump fake and then jump into your defender, and they called the foul on the ground. I cannot be Thank happy god. with the game of basketball. It's basketball is actually back. I'm so happy. Okay, but yeah, um. I could see Hero being a little bit of competition. 
But I think uh, Trez can keep this up pretty... F- it seems like his game isn't really like... I don't want to say it's not matchup dependent because it is, but there's always going to be an opportunity for Trez to get buckets because most teams don't have depth at center. Just frankly, it's it's not going to be as deep as this. So Trez will always have an opportunity to score. Hero, when faced with some better perimeter defending, I think will struggle. He's still a young player. Trez yeah. a bit, has a little more experience in that department. I am just, but man, the things that Montrez Harrell is doing is insane. The last Atlanta game, he got an offensive rebound over three Hawks, pivoted in a 360, and then dunked on all four of them. Crazy. I don't understand how a normal human being does that. Like, it's... He's different. He's, he's different. You've seen the way he he, flex, he flexes different to other people. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That man came up, hands like these, bought the fences down, and then he... He's the first player in D.C., probably since John Wall, to, like, try to get the crowd involved as much as he does. Every time he gets fouled, he just walks into the stands and starts, like, flexing yeah. It doesn't matter if he gets the end one or not. He's yelling. He's... The energy that he brings to the team, I think, is so, so important. I've heard multiple people already refer to him as the heart and soul of the team. He's not the best player on the team. He doesn't. Have, he's not the most skilled player on the team. The energy he brings, he might be... Like, the old thing they used to say about Kyle Lowry, he might be the most important player on the team. Seems like he brings a little bit of leadership as well. He's not, like, a super vocal, like, rah-rah type guy. But he just seems like he'll say, like, fight till the end, fight until your last breath. Reminds me of, like, a gladiator in that way. Uh, <laughs> like, he's part of the Army of 300 just trying to bring you with him into battle. Of the three Lakers guys... How? I'm sorry, I, 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 I was watching the Hawks during the timeout, and they had, like, this race. And the, the, the uh, so the dude, like, pushes the girl off the ball. Because uh-huh. they just, you know, they like, you bounce on the ball, you just, like, racing down. The dude pushes the girl down. So then the Hawks mascot comes and spears this ball. <laughs> Goldberg. And the girl wins. But, uh, yeah. He went full edge. Uh, that's yeah, pretty funny. The three, the, the three Lakers play. The three Lakers players. I want you to rank their impact uh, by just one, two, three. One, Trez. Has to be. Two and three, you can go either way. Can you? I'll put KCP and Kuzma. Really? KCP has come clutch with defense at the end of games multiple times now. He was really clutch in that Celtics game when he stripped the ball away from uh, from. But he's also turned over a bunch. But Kuz has... Like crazy rebounding games, he's had a twenty-six point game. So like, speaking of, hold on, I want to, I want to, real quick Kuz. on that. Kuzma is currently sixth in the NBA in rebounding, with eleven point yeah. seven per game. That is ridiculous for anybody who is not a center. Let, let it's it's pretty hard for centers too to get more than ten rebounds a game. So yeah. KCP has been pretty cold, and yet we know KCP is a streaky offensive player, but his shooting has not really been consistent like we need it to be not that Kuz is is as uh, at all I mean he's probably the least consistent shooter on the team however Kuzma's aggressiveness kind of makes up for that because not only will he try to do a variety of things when it works it looks pretty damn good like early in this game he had that dunk that uh came off of an aggressive drive off a pick and roll but then he'll do something like a step back three over like over somebody much bigger and it just doesn't really work uh, because he's not as good as he kind of thinks he is. But it's 
I think just Kuzma's hustle has been, really impressed me because I thought he was kind of more about himself and just looking to score. Since he's been a little bit more of a hustle-type player, I think you have to put him at two above KCP. I'm, I'm down for it. But I, like, KC, like, it's just like he's beat so many intangibles. He does bring that he does on the court too. It, it's it's hard to rank. I, I'll, I'll I'll give it to Kuzma because he 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 can do some intangibles too, and he he does more box sports. Up. And not even to say like KCP hasn't contributed because, like you said, he's a really damn good glue guy. If nothing else, all three of these guys have had a pretty big impact on this roster. I just watched all three of them run to be the first to pick up Neto off the ground. I did see that as well. <laughs> like that that that's like the difference of playing on like um of playing on like contending teams. Like, Play together. You guys know, man. It, it starts together first, no matter how good your team is. The Wizards weirdly have four straight wins versus the Hawks in Atlanta. That's uh that's not something I would have expected. I honestly I don't I don't expect that to continue, but you got like it feels like the Hawks should have blown this game up. They weirdly we're, have... We're not, we're not playing that good. We're not playing very good at all. Neither are it they. Feels, it, feels, it feels like they should have blown this game open, but I, I think know. part of it is, I think, like, since with the new rule changes and everything, I think teams are just playing a lot more physical. So I think it's kind of throwing everybody off. Like, obviously, you're playing with Montrez Harrell. You're going to be physical. Uh, just no question about it. Like, he, he will body you. He will put a body on you. I think that's throwing some people off offensively. Oh with God. guys like, and all of our wings kind of play aggressively defensively, and yeah, it's really refreshing up. to see. Yeah, it's not like we're standing back waiting for them to attack and reacting. We're playing proactive defense, and it's really, really refreshing to see. It's nice to be able to get up too, because because we have Gavin, we can get up. Yep. Yeah, when you have a shot blocker, you can, you don't have to worry about getting blown by as much. But when she, he really has to work about. Uh, work hard at not getting in foul trouble because it's still been an issue this year. In like three out of the seven games so far, he's been in foul trouble. That's not yeah. that's a problem. Especially, I do expect him to improve steadily, uh, but he's still chasing blocks to a frustrating degree. And it's not, it's part of like what makes him special. So I'm not mad at him for it. I just wish he would do it a little less frequently. Tough move by John Collins. Um, other thing I wanted to talk about. The Washington Wizards currently have changed their logo and they have teased the new city jerseys to be debuted in two weeks. I'm hype. I am also hype. I think these are really, really cool-looking jerseys. Ooh, Beal hits a step back. Nice. Um, they are reminiscent of not only the old Bullets jerseys, but... Like the Gilbert Arenas era Wizards jerseys as well. It's a nice and hybrid then, of both. And then they have the font on the Washington from the 2016 Stars and Strike, the John Wall game winner jersey. The way that, they that, that, that Washington script is the exact same. <laughs> it is the exact same, and it looks really cool. I didn't really love Man. it. Uh, at first glance, wow, Beal. At first glance, I didn't really love the um, like the aesthetic of it, and then I saw it on Beal in like the reveal video. It looks a lot cleaner than I thought it would. I was in the group chat fighting for my life. Like, yo, this jersey is nice. Y'all are tripping. <laughs> Everybody was like, yo, it's mid, it's mid. The video came out and they were like, oh, wait. 
This is man Slim was like, it's mid. The video came out. And he was the first. Like, yo, it's hard. I'm like, bro, I told you. Yeah. Uh, in person, I'm going to bet it's, it looks a little glossier than it did in, like, the initial leak. Because it looked kind of like matte, kind of flat, red, blue. Now it looks, yeah, you saw the Beal jelly or so. Oh, God. Beal is kind of going crazy right now. Um, I am, I really am excited for these new jerseys. And that's, it's probably the first time since maybe 2018. When was it, when did, when did we have the uh, black district jerseys? That was 17, 18. 17, 18 was, that was the last time I really liked our city jerseys. I did not, I fucking hated these, uh, the gray joints that we had last year. Because yeah, seventeen eighteen, we did the black, and then I think we also that season had the white ones come. We had the red ones in eighteen nineteen. And then, yeah, the red ones were earned ones. Oh, those were earned. So that was that was yeah that was that was the next season I think though that the red ones came. And honestly, when I seen that, I was I was mad because I'm like, why didn't we? We could have rebranded right there, white home, uh, black away, red uh, what's it called, red red for alternate, and we would have been straight. <laughs> but they, they 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 didn't do it. They they kept the regular one we got now. The Wizards are one of the few teams that just don't wear white at home. We only wear them away. Uh, I think we wear the blues at home mostly. Yeah, a lot of times we wear blue. It's it's kind of weird because most teams. I, wear I the like the blue ones, but a lot right? a lot of fans think it looks like a practice jersey. I like the blue ones. Uh, the John Wall I have is is close. Is like the one of the older blue ones. It's pretty cool. Uh oh yeah Ty if you don't have a Rui jersey you need a Rui jersey uh so I, so my my plan here because I still don't I actually still don't have a Rui jersey Rui jersey so my plan here is for this one I'm getting I think one of the Lakers guys really over Rui I, I think I'm gonna get like four Spence I would get I, Trez I, I, I want a 33 man or, or but then like Trez got the, oh Trez got and the then, six KCP got the one those are better numbers than the thirty three. So the thing I'm, I'm hoping for is I'm hoping that the earned jersey because I, I I knew the mixtape one the city one was never gonna be the cherry box because when they put out that it was gonna be like a like heritage for your past seventy five seasons or whatever well we got what sixty but like yeah. your, your heritage for your past I knew it was gonna be like a mix of throwback the earned one. If they give us Cherry Blossom for the earned jersey, that's the one where I get my root jersey. You're going to be waiting a while. I'm going to be real with you. If, if they don't give us Cherry Blossom, I'm getting a Rui City one before the season ends. I don't think they're getting us. They're going to give us the, uh, the, the Cherry Blossoms anytime soon. It makes so much sense. Honestly, you know what I think it's going to take? They, they would sell out so fast in Japan. Like, I think... If Ted really wants to make money, bro, put... Some cherry blossoms on a jersey. That's all you have to do. That's why I think that we will get the... I do think we will get them one day. But I think that day will come when Rui Hachimura is an all-star. Because I don't think they have any intention of letting Rui go. I think if he ever makes an all-star team, I think that's the year we get the cherry blossoms. I don't know what him on, If they put, some, put the cherry blossom on a jersey, our earned commercial will be the number one commercial out of any team because of Japan. Yo, Japan. Because <laughs> they're going to – they do it. They'll 100%. They, they have to put Rui on the commercial. He's going to be the one to introduce it. Japan if they do it, will be flooded with Wizards uh, with Wizard Washington gear. Like, it would be Bro, insane. Like, we'll have to, like, try to be quick to get one, too. Like, I'm talking, like, as, like day one, as soon as they drop the, the earned jersey, bro, I'm going to have to order it off. I need it. I need it. One day, please. Just give me the... If I see any form of cherry blossom gear from the Washington Wizards, I will get it. I had a cherry blossom, like, a Washington Monument background that was made by the Wizards. That's how much I want this. But, yes. 
All back back to these jerseys because I do think they are nice. Do you think it would have been better if they looked a little bit more like the Gilbert Arenas era, just gold and blue? Because they, they the only thing they really kept is the shade of blue and then the number font, right? Everything else and the gold trim. Yeah, the gold trim is my favorite part. It's, it's a small thing, but like I feel like it just completes it. I do really like the gold trim, but I I wanted a little more, like. I saw the DMV logo. I thought that was really cool. That's going to be on the shorts. I kind of missed the little wizard guy. Uh, the one with the hat and the little beard. Bro, the wizard guy. Was, I, I think the, the DMV logo, the way they did it, it kind of looks like you can see the wizard guy a little bit. And the, the way the V is holding the ball. Look at how the V is holding the ball. It's kind of it's similar to how the wizard guy has doing the layup. Like just look at the way the V holds the ball. I think that's kind of like the and then the W. Well, the M is the old W from the Wizards jersey turned upside down. That's interesting. Hold on, let me see if I can find that. But yeah, it's uh that would be the only qualm is I wanted a little more of like my childhood jersey. Obviously, that's just a little bit of nostalgia talking. But I I do like these new jerseys. Ooh, I still really can't decide who to get. I do not have a Bradley Beal jersey. Currently, I already have a Beal. Currently, I have Wall and I have Rui. So, it's either going to be Beal, Dinwiddie, Gafford. I put it to Twitter. Twitter said, in that order, uh, Bradley Beal won the poll. Then it said, Dinwiddie, then Gafford. Part of me just wants to say fuck it and go with the Gafford because I know he's going to be here for the long run. Part of me is scared that he's going to flame out and I'm going to be jinxing him with the jersey. It kind of does look like he's doing the layup because the ball is at the top of the V. Yeah, and then and then the M is the old like you remember the how I said wizards across the chest on the yes. blue and white one. The that the M is that W turned upside down. Oh, that's a good catch too. I didn't realize yeah. that. That's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, overall these jerseys are really clean. What was your least favorite of the city jerseys? Because I have like two or three. Either OKC or Miami or another one that I didn't like because they kind of copy pasted it with Utah. Yeah, I mean they copy paste. So, uh, so did uh Phoenix. Phoenix just went with the Valley joint again. But I'm not mad at that because those are actually pretty cool jerseys. I am I actually kinda like the Miami one. I'm gonna be real. I know everybody's talking about like the stalker I, font, but I kinda like it. I mess with it. I don't I don't like how the font is, but the the idea I like it a lot. Because like each each one of them letters is like, yeah, I remember those jerseys. Yeah. Obviously, I'm I'm a big brown guy, so I seen him wear most of them. So like there was the one uh color, I forgot like what like the pink, well, not, not like the vice colors, but like you remember how it, I think in 2012 they had like the jersey where they had the one stripe going down and it was like pink, white, and something else. I've yeah. seen that. I was like, oh, I remember Braun wearing those. Yeah, they got a little bit of all of the old Miami Heat jerseys. It's pretty cool. I like the concept of those, and I I think it looks pretty nice. Like, I just hate the Heat, so I would never get it. But, uh, yeah, it, it's those were clean. My least favorite by a mile was the Pelicans because that shit was boring. All it yeah, says was the not really boring. or something. It's Terrible. When I first saw OKC, I was like, "What's going on?" But I, I, I see. I, I like because they because it's going to look really good on the court. I think especially because they have a special court. Mm -hmm. I think it's going to look really good on the court. But the, the thing about the OKC one also that that little you remember you see the little stripe they got going down, right? Mm -hmm. You remember like what 2012 or 2013 where they had like the navy blue ones that had that stripe going down? That was that. That's that throwback. I like that a lot. Those are cool. I, I do enjoy those. Oh, of the other ones, uh, let me see if I can get a picture pulled up. 
Let me see. The magic, I think the magic. So I don't like the magic. Bro. I, don't, I hate how they do orange, but like I guess yeah. I, I understand like why because like you know what I'm saying Orlando orange or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. I see what like I I know the Hawks. If they would have did, did that in like blue and white, man. Mm-hmm. The Hawks join is kind of okay. Like I don't really like the shade of yellow they used. I know it's similar it's to the old Hawks. one. I like the hawk itself, but I think like the shade of yellow kind of ruins it for me. It's kind of mustardy. Not Bro, about it. I, I've never liked the Hawks like Pac-Man type logo that they that they had in the past and that they got now. That hawk that oh, they no. got on, on that city jersey, the the Steve Smith, the Smitty type hawk when they when that hawk with Mutombo and all of them, bro. That would have been cool. That hawk logo has always been my favorite. So as soon as I seen that on the jersey, I was like, I like it. There's no way I don't like it. Okay, never mind. Ty just brought up a pretty good point. He wasn't actually talking about anything. He said, R.I.P. my dog, Tony Stark. That reminds me, these are straight up Iron Man colors, so I like it a little more. Uh, <laughs> outside of that, uh, the Sixers one is pretty good. I like the Spurs one a lot. The Spurs joint is tough. Somebody in the uh, in a different group chat was like, yeah, the Spurs one sucks. I'm like, well, you're tripping. There's you're tripping. tripping. The Lakers are actually terrible. Especially, have you seen the Spurs shorts? They're so I good. Not, actually. Are They're they like, so good. Are they white with the same stripes? Uh, Yeah, but it's got like, you remember how the Bulls had the little like, used to have like the little like, uh, shit that came up and then it had the, they like connected like that. Mm-hmm. It's got that, it's like blue around it and then the inside is pink and it's got the Spurs logo. It's tough. It's okay. tough, cool. man. That's pretty cool. Uh, the Lakers are not good. I'm not a fan of the the purple with like the little stars on either side of the number. Uh, uh, I got I got to look at like did they ever like purple with the because our, our they could have kept it simple and went with the Minneapolis blue and white. Yeah, I mean I that's, think they should have just kept it simple like that or like what or blue and yellow Minneapolis, but they yeah. they went purple purple and then blue and white. Yeah, it's purple with the uh it's purple with blue and white. Font on yeah, because everybody knows the, the blue and white uh, Lakers jersey with the with the with cool the Kobe, like, uh, yeah. cursive art. That, that that's like the coolest one they've ever had. That's so that's I see why season. they went with the blue and white for they for they star and they, they numbers and all that. But then like yo purple like you don't, you don't need to pick. the two I random they, dots on either side of the number are really really nasty. Like, I guess they're no just trying name. to fit in like the Lakers like having purple throughout their history type stuff. So they they put that with the blue and white, but I don't think it works. It's always it been purple and gold, though. and purple never really got the shine. It's always been a lot more the like the gold yellow. So I guess they just wanted to go a little more with the purple. Uh, did Magic ever it, it win? Might, I think Magic might have purple. With, yeah, Magic had some with like some straight purple, but I'm not a huge fan of it. I think Charlotte came away with Charlotte, some really man. really nice ones. When it comes to uniform history, Charlotte got to be top five. That color scheme is just so nice. Uh, other, other than when they were the Bobcats, Charlotte has to be top five of uniform history. The only blemish they have is being the Bobcats. I kind of like the Bobcats anytime they've too. been. The Bobcats was all right, but like, I ain't like they jerseys. Like, but anytime they've been the Hornets, I've I haven't seen them in a bad jersey. From the Chris Paul days where they had they had the uh the Valentine's Day like uh, when because. Yeah, the Valentine's Day one where they had to play in Oklahoma City because of, of Hurricane Katrina. Mm-hmm. So they had the Valentine's Day Hornets jersey that was, like, red. Those are cool. Of, bro, you, you can't even find those for, like, less than 400. But you really didn't rock with the Bobcats joints, like the orange ones with, like, the, the gray and the black on the side? A lot of the Bobcats jerseys I didn't like. Uh, it was, like, I think the ones I liked uh, when Steven Jackson and, what, Gerald Wallace was there. And they had the like the navy blue ones with the bobcat like across the navy the blue ones were cool with like the like they had like the triangles on the side or something. Yeah, yeah, those were cool. 
but yeah, I mean, I, I think the Hornets have had like a better jersey history. Like the the plain all the way back blue. to Larry Johnson, Baron Davis, like they, oh, Alonzo Mourning. They've always had like that. That like what almost teal and white is just like that's, that's too good of a combination. It's a nasty. You can't you can't mess that up. I'm a big fan. I I don't think you mess that up, bro. Who else sold the bag? Uh, Toronto, I really like. They brought back the old dinosaur dude, and it's all black and gold. I, I said like this. That. As long as Drake is working for the Raptors, they will never have a bad jersey. As long as he holds a position on, on the Raptors organization, they will not embarrass that man. That's true. I, I'll tell you all that right now. And it's still crazy to think about this man. Drake has a championship ring. Yeah, he, <laughs> he has a championship ring. Look around ring here. We built we this. Made- we, we made this. we made fun of this man for all these memes and all and like and like tearing his ACL so he delayed the album. Mm-hmm. This man has a championship ring from the National Basketball Association. The craziest thing about that was remember Drake was like a curse for a while. Anytime he would yeah. wear apparel from any team, they would lose, and then his only like actual team went and won the championship. That was crazy. Yeah, this this because he's been working for the Raptors. He has been 14, 15, 14 or twenty fifteen. One of those seasons. It was, it was right the when DeMar, they, like borderline MVP year. Yeah, because they went from like the boring Raptors jersey to like the cool ones. That's when they they started, it. and then they didn't put North on it yet. But like they started like the the different jerseys. They started looking cool. That, that was when Drake started. Them up. I, I should have known from right then they wouldn't have any bad jerseys while he worked. <laughs> That's true. The more I think about the OKC jersey, by the way, the more I think it's appropriate just because it represents their demographic with the all white. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> My fault. Uh, <laughs> the other ones I really don't like are the T Wolves. Uh, it it looks like last year's. Uh, oh, you don't like the T Wolves? It looks a little too much no, like last year's Mavericks so... joints. Like remember those were like it was a little cartoony. It's a little wow. more like intense. We're supposed to be like the actual like Kevin Garnett Timberwolves, but it's just it's not for me. I don't think. Well, I got T Wolves top five. Oh, no, I got T Wolves up there with the, with the Rockets, the Hawks. What do you think of the Knicks? The orange and black joint. We should have released that last month. <laughs> They're going to go orange, but they should have released that. Probably. That's going to go in about 30 seconds just because Knicks fans, they uh, they love themselves with swag. And, uh, it's it's, a, it's another colorway for them to wear because then Knicks fans get to come in with the drip. It's true. I, I don't like it that much. It's not that good. It's all right. I, uh, wait, the lead is only three at halftime. I was... I didn't even know. I don't know. Bro, how you didn't notice my facial expressions during, while you were talking. I was, was trying to watch it off and on, but damn, literally like, like, everything was, was everything was running through Beal, and he was just cooking. Yeah. He he was hitting people open. He was hitting trash for logs, and then Denny, in a flash of aggression, caught the ball with Trey Young on him. Realized this guy is six foot. Immediately, this man Denny goes straight to his right hand. Trey's not going to stop him from going right. It goes right to the basket. Yeah, hits a layup. Beal is shooting 8 for 14, uh, and only one of his misses on twos. The other five are on threes. Yeah. He has missed one two-point attempt he, the entire game. He, he, hit a, he hit a three on that during that run. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, were down, we were down nine, and Beal just started cooking. <laughs> Thank God for Bradley Beal. Uh, one last so we, one we, I want to ask you about. That's one thing we, we never did last season was close the quarter. No matter how well we played during the whole quarter, the last two minutes were always a dumpster fire. Scott Brooks would shit himself. That's the honest answer. But, yeah, uh, last two city jerseys I want to talk about are the Sixers and the Clippers. Those are my top two, I think. I like the Clippers one a lot. Uh, the Sixers, I got to see it. I got to see it on the court. I feel like it's one of those where 
just like pictures of the jersey itself probably doesn't do it justice. As a like, I want to see it on the court. I wouldn't define myself as a fashion nova by any stretch. As a fashion enthusiast, that Sixers joint can go with so many fits. It yeah. just brings it all together so many different ways. Yeah. Oh, hold on. I gotta show you what I'm gonna wear with my one when my Wizards joint come in, bro. Because that gold trim, bro. Look. Hold on. Ooh, Wayne's going to get something. But yeah, I think these city jerseys are really cool, and I'm glad the NBA has kind of added the aspect of throwback, and they're all turned out pretty nice. When when that Wizards joint come in, because of that gold trim, I get to come through with the wheat one, the wheat forces, boy. <laughs> Those are kind of tough. That does really <laughs> that goes really well, actually. And I hope it's cold the game I go to because I'm gonna put, put the black hoodie under and put the jersey over it. No, you gotta wear the bullets jersey over it. Or the bullets uh, jacket you got. Oh, the bullets jacket. I don't know. There might be too much blue or white. No such thing. Not at a Wizards game. I'll just wear like a black hoodie under and the went on and pull up with the I don't know the black jeans or something and then. Had the weak forces on. Oh my god! With the gold trim on. Oh my god! Wayne will be pulling up, dripped out. It will be nice. Uh, other ones I want to shit on real quick. The Nets, not a fan. Uh, Celtics, very boring. Dallas, the, you don't like you don't like the Nets. It's just like it, it's the New Jersey thing. I get it. The the the, the Drazen Petrovich jersey. <laughs> they 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 did it last year with the alternate one they used to wear. Yeah. And now that this time they're doing it. I think it's the away one from the uh, the nineties. Oh yeah, yeah, they were the white ones last time. Yeah, I mean, I, they're all right. The, the one that looked like the, the sky almost. Yeah, that was, that was the one last year. They, they, I'm glad that the Nets have finally just started because they usually just go to like the Jason Kidd era. Yeah, bro, do. the best jerseys they ever had was when Drazen was when Drazen was alive. They only, but they go back to that era because that's the only era they were ever winning in. Like they went to the finals in that yeah. era for that. That's the only time before like. I'm now. just saying, when it comes to th- throwback jerseys, man, the, the Drazen Petrovic in them era, bro. Come on, bro, that was the best jersey they had. They're, that they're logo, nice. They, I don't know why they changed that logo. That the end was sick. The end, yeah, the end is the coolest part of the jersey by far. I, I just don't like the color palette a whole bunch. Like it's a little too yeah. red, white, and blue for a team that's not supposed to be red, white, and blue. Yeah. So I don't think it. I just don't think it fits right. They it's, should. They should have did a different color. Yeah. But like the the way the jersey laid out, like the way from it's that cool design, style, it, I just it don't worked. Like the color palette, the color looks too similar to like almost like yeah, <laughs> wouldn't that's a call. Uh, the Dallas joints, those remember remember those like Christmas jerseys in like fifteen sixteen. Does, like, does it have does it have like the name like low on the back or I don't remember. I I think that I know the Celt- the Celtics ones, but I'm talking about like the that. ones with like the cursive names, uh, the cursive organization names on them. Like, no, I remember Milwaukee the, uh, was Cream City or something. Yeah, but no, the, the one the Celtics got. Uh-huh. So, you remember, we played the Knicks, I think, that Christmas? Yeah, we did. Uh, that might have been the game that Wall hit a 350 layup, but, like, remember how the, the name, instead of on the top of the back, it was at the bottom, and it was, like, a block. Oh, they also, like a white yeah, yeah, block. Yeah. They would so also the put Celtics, nicknames the, on that joint, too, because I remember yeah, Carmelo so, said Melo. Yeah, so the Celtics, their city edition, obviously, it looks like a Celtics jersey, but they got some, the uh, font is a little bit different. They have, like, they have a they have a white shadow behind the letters to make it look like black letters more. Uh-huh. And then um, the back instead of the name being at the top of the back, it's it's that style from that Christmas year where everybody had the uh, name around the lower back and it was a block. True. Yeah, those are nice. Uh, I think the, 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 the Mavericks were... jerseys almost like just never impressed. <laughs> no, that's true. They're just yeah, they're just kind of mid. I I don't know. Cuban just doesn't know fashion, I guess. But uh, the the Cavs ones are pretty cool. 
Memphis ones are terrible. Uh, Houston ones I like a lot too. They're like Charles Barkley era. Houston, nice. It's like Charles Yao Barkley. Ming, T Mac, uh, Mutombo. What's that? Yao Ming. What's that? The C Francis, like you know what I'm saying? Yep, that era. But yeah, uh, I think that about wraps up these these jerseys. They're not. Oh, Denver had mine. Oh, Denver's are cool. Yeah, we didn't even mention those. I like the uh, like the rainbow Denver, under the armpits. Denver has a cheat code because they can just do stuff with rainbow. <laughs> they can't. It does make it really easy when you can just kind of add in any, like you can you can name. do any any design and just put a rainbow. Just put a rainbow that, on that, it. That's, 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 that's Denver history. Pop. Yeah, they always have some type of rainbow on it, and they just add a lot of color, and like it looks good every time. What do you think of the Pacers one? That's a what ninety six. That's Reggie Miller era. Yeah, the way the way they did the uh. Cause, because Reggie used to have the jersey where like it came down like the mm-hmm. came down the chest a little bit and then there was the it's white like a sash almost. the white the white yellow and then the white stripe in the middle came. It, it's 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 a it's nice. It's those right. are one of my favorite jerseys. Detroit that, and that Chicago also very. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Chicago is just like Chicago and Detroit is very, very basic. Chicago. Memphis too, just like they're just basic, not a lot to them. Yeah, Memphis could have done so much. Like if I'm Memphis, because. Both of the Vancouver Grizzlies designs, Those where are it sick. was the the, uh, the teal ones, and then the uh, the the black ones with the with the stripes on the side, combined. Those and were some been, of the freshest like jerseys in NBA history, and they're just like not they, even acknowledging them. They could have combined those two jersey types that they had in Vancouver and just been straight. <laughs> they they could have just combined those, and they would have been just fine. That's all. Memphis Memphis probably had the easiest job in just to They They got the like band. the. They got like the like the the little design on the little like this is on the little right from the shoulder, but like that's not complicated. Just just make it simple, bro. Give them the two best jerseys you've ever had. Combine it, and you're golden. Well, I think at this point we've talked about all but two, so we might as well rattle these two off as well. Uh, Portland and Sacramento. I really like Sacramento's. I, I like Sacramento. I don't have like I, I have a Sacramento jersey. I have a Chris Webber. But it's it's not that it's not that colorway. It's the uh, you know the kind like the Clippers. You know it's like the light blue and then like it's almost pinkish. Yeah. For the yeah, font, yeah. I have that one. I have I have a Kirk Webber four. That's a Reebok one. It's old, but yeah, I, I have that yeah. one. It's like a X. It's like an XL. I think it was my brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that... uh, I have that one. But I have, actually haven't even seen Portland. Portland is it, it? They ran with the Rip City, and then it's just all black. Uh, the the number is a little bit off to the left, so it's not centered and it's smaller. And uh, red trim, so it's it's not as good as the other Rip City ones to me. Like it seems like they kind of glowed down, but uh, I don't know. I'm not a big fan of that one. Warriors, uh, I think, are the actual Warriors ones. clean. Warriors is clean. You can't clean. argue. It's just black and gold. It's really really nice to look and at. Then they got the they, they got the throwback to the uh, the best logo they ever had. The 2000s Warriors. I don't care what nobody say. The, the lightning bolt on the side of the um, yep. The Warriors clean under the pits. I like that. But yeah, uh, we'll probably both be grabbing some version of this Wizard City jersey. Uh, I, I gotta get some. They got, I, I got the shoes for it already. I don't even gotta buy shoes. <laughs> hopefully, the Wizards uh, can pull out this win against the Atlanta and continue on this run and prove us wrong. And maybe they are contenders. Yeah. Who knows? I didn't pick the Wizards to win this game. The Hawks coming off a, a big, uh, bad loss to Philly. I don't think the Hawks want to take two disappointing losses in a row. So like I, you, as you can see, they're they're coming out trying hard. Like they really don't want to lose this game. But we, 
I said it earlier, I felt like we should have been like, – I feel like they, they should have blown the game open already for how bad we were playing. If, they just, if they're going to keep letting us sit close, it could get real scary at the end of the game. <laughs> Especially them. with how our defense we've got, We've got nothing to lose. We're overachieving technically while also not playing that well <laughs> in any of the games. So we, we don't have much to lose. We're just out there trying. We're just playing with heart. That's all you can really do. Gafford is starting the second half. But with that, I think it's about time we wrap up the show. Uh, be sure to follow us on all socials, at Chasing Chip on Twitter, at Chasing the Chip on Instagram. Follow our personals, at your boy Wayne for Wayne, at the Moe's for me. Uh, we should be back with another Washington football team episode on Wednesday. Obviously, it's kind of rough right now for them. But, uh, Don't get wicked. It's uh, you know, it's it's been worse for us. We've seen a lot worse than this, and we'll be all right. But uh, yeah, we should have some other shows coming out this week. Token Boys on Thursday, OTR on Friday, Saturday. We've been churning out a whole bunch of content. Uh, if anybody's been paying, Saturdays attention. have been going crazy. We Ty has been Ty has been going nuts on Saturday. Ty is frankly insane. He's, a, he's streaming he's like a, twelve hours on every Saturday. I don't know how he does it. I he's I get an tired animal. after an hour, so. He's doing like 12 hours straight between Phantom Game Day. Uh, sometimes he'll do the OTR show a little later. Sometimes he'll do some Hokeology or something. And then Phantom Sports Podcast at night. It's wild, but he's churning out content, and it's all for you guys. So thank you. Please, thank you for all your support and all your love. Appreciate it. Uh, be sure to leave a rating on uh, Apple Podcasts. Five stars, please. Leave a comment. I will read it on the show. I'll just put that out there now. Um, and yeah, with that being said, see you later.